Hi, I'm Jill Starley Granger. I'm Alessia Horridge. And this is Shit Trips, the travel podcast about places we've been so you don't have to. We are travel journalists, and while we love exploring the world, this podcast is about the occasional glitches we'd rather forget and that you should avoid. Over the years, we've compiled a leaderboard of travel mishaps. We jet all around the world, and yes, it's true, we have stayed in palatial five-star hotels, sunbathed on perfect white sand beaches, but we've also eaten in dodgy restaurants, traipsed through some absolutely bizarre museums, and suffered embarrassing sessions with Chinese tourists uh, snapping selfies with us. This week, we will be talking about number 159, the castle that isn't really a castle. Number 93, a Caribbean beach that's (laughs) full of shit. And we've got Susan Darcy with us, a fellow travel journalist, and she'll be telling us about a famous thermal bath that left her cold. We'll also share a few travel tips and an unexpected pleasure that's worth seeking out on your next trip to New York City. So, Jill, I hear that you've been uh, after royal pleasures in Budapest, but they didn't really come to fruition. I mean, Alessia, I love a castle. Darcy, do you like castles? Um, I like a castle. Who doesn't like a castle? Like a fairy tale castle. It's just, you know, it's a fairy tale castle. And so when we were planning our trip to Budapest, and then, you know, you've got all the guidebooks, and they all talk about Buda Castle. And you get there and you land. And now I don't know if you know Budapest. Um, Have you been, either of you? I have. So you'll know then that the Danube splits it in half, Mm -hmm. and you have Buda on one side and Pest on the other side, but the vast majority of the hotels and all of the action is really on the Pest side. But the Buda Buda Castle's on the Buda side up on a hill, so you land at your hotel, it's nighttime, you look up, there's this castle with all these lights on it, it looks Mm -hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Is this like the postcard view of the castle? It's it's the classic one, I mean, you see it on the guidebook covers and everything. So, So of course, you're just like, wow, I can't wait to go to Buda Castle. So the next day... We dutifully cross the bridge, this beautiful chain bridge that they have. Uh And on the other side, you have a choice. You can either take the funicular, which uh, was the start of where things went wrong, or you can walk (laughs) up the hill. So we... So being the lazy person that you are, I I walked up the hill. You did. (laughs) So you see, that's top tip. That's the wise choice right there. But I didn't. I was like, oh, look at this cute vintage funicular. And I thought it was going to be a massive hill. And it's like three quid. We had to wait around about 10 minutes for the funicular to take off. And in that time, they all crowded us in. And it was the middle of summer. It was baking hot. And they're like, oh, all these great views. Well, I'm short, as you two know. So as we go, so I'm already (laughs) sweltering. Great great views of someone's armpit. Exactly. I had views of armpits. And the funicular took a whole three minutes Meanwhile, that's good value for your money. My husband <laughs> had decided to walk up the hill. He'd been up there, was waiting at the top with the beer by the time I got up there. It takes like five minutes to walk up. Anyway, that, so it started going wrong there, but that's fine. You get to the top, and then you're like, oh, wow, here's Buda Castle. And then you're like, oh, wait, where's Buda Castle? Hold where is it? So, what, what do you mean, like, where is it? What does it look like okay. from, from afar? From afar, you see this wall that has lights on it, it's a huge wall. And then what looks like a sort of palatial style building, I would describe it. You know, it just looked like you could only really see one building with lights on it. Yeah. Um, but, but it's that's, like thick castle walls. Yeah, and it's like stone. It's quite atmospheric. Yeah, it's, it? it's like, yeah. I feel like it's like pinky marble and it has some like gold on it. Yeah, so fancy. It, yeah, you think, but it's not huge, the actual building that you could see from the distance, but one assumed there well, would be more. Well, things are smaller in the distance. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. Anyway, you assumed there would be more, and when you got up there, you know, you would obviously see all this stuff. In fact, 
when I got to the top. Have you ever accidentally been to one of those city parks somewhere at maybe the wrong time of night that looked like it was really scrubby and rough and it had a bunch of homeless people and drug dealers there? (laughs) (laughs) Every trip I do. Right. So it looked like that. You don't even have to do a trip. You can stay at home and find (laughs) that. I was so confused. It was just a big, massive area of dirt and, like, scrubby, manky bits of grass. So So you were inside the walls and this is what you saw? Inside the walls. Now, to be fair, there are no... I didn't see any homeless people or drug dealers there. It was just all a bunch of bemused tourists. So you start going around to the other tourists, and you're like, where's the castle? And they're like, I I don't know. I was going to ask you where the castle was. And then the next one's like, where's the castle? And you're like, I don't know. Where's the castle? this vision of all these poor Americans (laughs) wandering around around going, where's the castle? And you see, it's just full of tourists, just flip, you know, flip-flops on, kind of traipsing over this scrubby, nasty grass. And eventually I'm like, okay, well, there's that one building, you know, that pretty building. Do you know, I can't even remember a pretty building there, but I'm sure there must have been one. So, Darcy, you've been. You know exactly what I'm talking about then. The most disappointing castle that's ever been. So (laughs) I made my way to that one building. So the castle, I'd read in the guidebook, it dates to the 14th century, they say. Yeah, because I expected, you know, Budapest, you expected to have some really gruesome tales of, like, bloody kings. Yeah, and And you've got that when you go over the bridge. That's all they did all gruesome things on the bridge. Yes, and it's a beautiful bridge. The bridge to the castle's lovely. Basically stop there. because there's no point <laughs> yeah. going any further. Um, but there is a building inside yeah, the walls. There is there's one probably building. one door that is 14th century. Well, and there might they're like bits of like kind of look like ruined bits of wall in a few places. But who knows? That could, there, yeah, there's no, could like, like, it could be an art installation for all. It could have been the know? last year that they built it. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> is there no, there's no, like, you know, nothing. writing or anything? In- no, nothing telling you what anything is. There's no tour guides. There are no leaflets. There's nothing. Okay. You just have no clue. So I go into this building. I'm like, yay, I'm in the castle. Turns out <laughs> that's not the castle. The castle, having been built in the 14th century, was sort of ransacked and burned down and basically ruined over the centuries. The building that is there that you see from the distance is, to be fair, I think it's about 100, 150 years old. It's a Renaissance building, uh-huh. but it's not It's not really the castle. It was built long after there was an actual castle there. It was always built as this sort of uh, kind of office building originally. And, oh, right. and it now, does look a bit like an office it building. Do, it does. I think it's just, it was originally so government it, offices. What, what's inside it now? Well, now, as you step inside, they ask for your money, and I'm like, oh, yay, I'm handing over money. I'm going to see yeah. some castle stuff. No. <laughs> it turns stuff. out. <laughs> it turned out to be two museums. The first one being the National Portrait Gallery of Hungary. Now, Portrait, no, it's just the National... Oh, sorry, National Gallery of Hungary. Of Hungary, yeah, now, yeah. what's your familiarity with Hungarian art? Um, yes, Zero. exactly. Yeah. I think there's a reason for that. Mm. We're not seeing a lot of 16th century Hungarian art in art galleries around the world because <laughs> out of kindness, they, it's they've not, got it all there. It's not They're keeping it's it for themselves. Really, it's not really. It's very dark and gloomy and bleak and actually not that not that fantastic. Mm. Then on the other side, they have the Budapest History Museum. And I'm like, oh. Budapest history. history come on. Maybe there's yeah, some here's artifacts. All the, yeah. Here's all the gruesome exactly. stuff. Brilliant. Here's, you know, there's going to be a torture chamber, all of yes. it. Um, so you go in. The Budapest History Museum has virtually no artifacts whatsoever. All they've done is recreate <laughs> a couple of rooms to look like Budapest life from like 100 years like ago. Like the castle rooms. No. Like, no. Just like ordinary household rooms. But perhaps this is your, the form of torture they're doing yeah. now. <laughs> I think you've nailed yeah. it. <laughs> 
tourist torture. So it turns out that Buda Castle is a huge disappointment and it looks beautiful from afar. So my top tip is just is stay on the other side and take the photo okay. of the castle. Or there, there is the other thing. When you leave the castle, you go out through the castle quarter, which is like old residential colorful houses. And some of those date to the 14th century, and they're nice cobbled streets. So fine. It's a lovely little kind of half an hour pootling around some historic quarter of Budapest. Yeah, it sounds pretty. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's Buda, Buda Castle, best left um, un, unseen. Alessia, I understand that you had this dream of going to a Caribbean idol. Yeah. A lovely beat. Got to admit, I've now been to the Caribbean twice. You've been to Guatemala? I have been to Guatemala. So this is the thing. I went to Guatemala before I ever went to the Caribbean, and I was extremely excited to hear that part of the trip was to go to the Caribbean coast in Guatemala. Um... I was I was extremely excited. I was looking for white sand beaches. I was Obviously. hopeful for a nice resort. Yeah. I wanted palm trees. I wanted the whole shebang. First thing about the Guatemalan Caribbean coast, you've got to know, is uh, there's a town called Livingston that you go to. Oh, yeah. It is a um, Garifuna like town. They, they were former slaves and now they're the kind of native population. Okay. And they call it La Buga, which means the mouth. It's at the mouth of the Rio Dolce. What's the Rio so, Dolce? Is that it, like a it's major a huge river? river, yeah, that okay. goes through the country and then, and then out into the comes Caribbean. out into the Caribbean. This well, is sounding promising, yeah. actually. Yeah. I mean, it should be gorgeous. Great. First thing I should have guessed is you can't get there by road. Oh. But that sounds good, yeah. actually. It's going to be sort untouched. Of, yeah. But it's untouched. not going to be super developed, is it? I mean, no. in a, it's not going to be developed at all. You're not going to get your well, luxury five-star hotel. No. No. Were you staying there? or just... I did stay there. But you don't do... Does everybody stay there or can you just go no. for like so a day trip? No, so this is something that you would do as part of a, a, a kind of an itinerary in Guatemala. You know, you'd hop over there for a... A couple literally of hop. Or well, how are you getting there? <laughs> you get there in the boat. A long, oh, a, boat. a long boat trip along All the right. Rio Duce. Or, or hopping from the road. Well, well how, how far is it if you went by road? Could you? You walk can't go there? by road, but you must be able to walk from some point. No, you can't get there by. It, you have to get there by water. Because it's just there's jungling. no roads. It's like jungle. It's through the jungle. Yeah, ah, you have to go okay. by water. So, but anyway, you're right. That sounds kind of romantic. And I was, you know, I was into it. We got, we sped there in yeah. speedboat. Dusk was falling. I was I was extremely excited. We got there. Less exciting. So this town is pretty much, you know, made of shacks. But that could and it's be got, nice. Could it's, be cute. It has got a, a, a massive stray dog problem. Oh, oh okay. that's so sad. Uh, You've had your injections. You I, rabies, no, rabies they can cure rabies now. But, but we got depressing. there. We went to the hotel. The hotel was, I would say, basic at best. But d- I was like, right, well, I'm going to go to bed. Is it a roach motel? Were there roaches? There were <gasps> many interesting insects oh my sharing gosh. my room with me. No, but, you I mean, know, these things happen. I was thinking uh, tomorrow morning the you sun's going to come up. up. It might be it the most be beautiful gorgeous. beach you've ever seen. I woke up. The sky was grey. Oh, we went to the beach. The beach was grey. Okay, they can't help that, to be fair. They can't help that, but... Well, they could. They could import some sand. The big problem That's was... True. It wasn't that the beach was grey. It wasn't super nice, you know, but it was... Un- it's undeveloped, so I mm. guess if it was super sunny, it would be okay. But there were pelicans everywhere. I love pelicans. There's... You love finding Nemo. Type mm. pelicans, yeah. Where you it's know, just a bit they, more Hitchcocky. Oh, this is seriously the birds and <gasps> birds plus shit, just shit everywhere. They oh. just it was all over the jetty. It went all over me when I got in the boat. It was Ooh, all over the actually. Beach. It, oh, does no. it does it really stink? And it I think you call stinks. it guano. Do you, if, oh yeah, if you're trying to be positive, exactly. About it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then this, what do you do well, with the guano? Well, you make fuel well, out of it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Did you make some fuel for your trip back? No. <laughs> to it get dries, out of there. It dries on like cement. <laughs> yeah. You cannot get it off. So, and it's I'll, a lovely smell that lingers, I believe. Oh, so if it's you, putrid. If you sunbathe... You're literally well, you're sunbathing, sunbathing on there. shit. Well, you wouldn't sunbathe there. Yeah. But you know what? They should actually try and turn it into a spa treatment that you cover yourself. There you oh, go. No. See, in, Dorothy in Japan, can advise them yeah. some... Uh, in oh. Japan, they put bird poo on your face to oh. make it whiter. See? I cannot... Like, it was disgusting enough that was on my clothes. Like, the smell. Okay, mm. but so fishy. So you can't sunbathe. Well, the, you can There's no luxury you hotel. To. You're there at a roach motel. No. But this why, is the thing. why would you go there? Well, who suggested I, you go there, and what did you do to them? Well, I, I've got to tell you, it was the Guatemalan Tourist Board, and mm. this oh is something goodness. that they are showing off. I think, you know, under other circumstances, it might not be as bad, but there's mm. a massive lake in Guatemala, okay, at Titlan. It's gorgeous. Oh yeah. Mm. And you can go there and you can do the sort of hanging out by the water thing, mm. and it's very boho, very chilled. Oh, lovely. You know, wellness. Go there. Don't don't no. trek, yeah. you know, an hour in a boat out into the middle of nowhere to go to a shack town that's full of stray dogs. And a beach full of shit. And a beach full of shit. Nobody wants that. So disappointing. I mean, it was my Caribbean dream. Oh. And, and it, it Where did you crashed. go to next in the Caribbean? Did that improve I your Caribbean? I then went to the Grenadines and, yeah, that was very good. So, so maybe... That's my tip. If you want to go to the Caribbean, the Caribbean. If you want the Caribbean, go to the Caribbean. Or if you're in Guatemala, stay at that lovely lake. Yeah. Mm. Sounds fantastic. Totally gorgeous. All right, that sounds great. Right, Das, the Blue Lagoon. I know it by reputation, and I've been there actually. Mm-hmm. In uh, you mean the famous one, the in one Iceland. in Iceland? Iceland. Yes, yeah. it, it, if you've seen, yeah, what what is it? Well, if you have seen a poster of Iceland, you will have undoubtedly have seen the Blue Lagoon because it is the icon. It's a woman all on her own in this gorgeous milky water, like mm. some sort of Viking Cleopatra, and she's looking out on the volcanoes, and it all looks absolutely perfect. Sounds blue. And you think, yeah, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's also mineral-rich water that is oh, going to make your skin really nice soft skin. and lovely. Oh, yeah. and, but, I mean, the actual way it started off isn't quite so romantic because they were building a power plant. Oh. And <laughs> this was this sort of, like, the water that they got out okay. went in and made this lagoon. So that's I mean, how they first found out. Second thing isn't so great either because they realised it was really good if you've got psoriasis because okay. it cleans it up. So, you know, there's already it's such a romantic story. But then, <laughs> yeah. then they realised that actually people like bathing in it. It's ther- geothermal water. It's a yeah, mix yeah. of seawater and fresh water. So okay. they actually, in the 80s, they created this um, Blue Lagoon sort of in the bathing 80s, centre. I didn't realise it was that old. Yeah, because they only found the water in the 70s when they built this power plant. Yeah. See, I thought it was completely natural. I thought this was this natural pool that had been there for centuries. Yeah, no. No. No, power oh. was behind it. Oh. So then when you get there, what they always say is go on the way back to the airport because yeah. it's quite close to the airport. Well... Already, there's a nice little tension going on about when you get into the queue, how long am I going to be in the queue before I, you know, and everyone's barging because they're all a bit nervous and nobody's left quite enough time to visit. So when I think of spas... What yeah. I don't think is queuing. Yeah, that's well, the last this thing is you like want at this, a spa. Yeah, but everybody, this is their biggest attraction. Seven hundred thousand people go there, <gasps> and when you go there, you oh. feel like at least six hundred ninety-nine thousand oh of them gosh. are going on the same day as you. This just sounds dreadful already. That was horrible. You get into the changing rooms, and you have to wear a, like a tag. Oh yeah, uh, you know, it's sort of locker key thing. Sort of a mix between you're in an all-inclusive or you've got an ASBO or something. Get out to the water. (laughs) And uh, the water is 
Oh, no, and then before you get into the water, they say, by the way, don't get your hair wet yeah. because oh. it no, just you know becomes what? straw. I didn't know that when I went. Uh, I didn't put my hair in. But my mother did. Well, gee, it sounds like you were wear a wig. I didn't put my hair in. No, yeah. well, I, just, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't dump my hair. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you're totally right. I didn't realise they said it in advance. Well, they so, they did to me. They said, but then of course, as soon as you get into the water, you're holding yourself at this sort of like angle because you think you're going to end up like Wurzel Gummidge if you get your hair in there because it's really like going to dry it. So any spa hot springs I've been to, normally your hair feels really silky when you come out. What is in this water to make your hair feel like straw? Um, I don't it, know. What's it's not that it's in the water. It's that um, is it the silica or the oh, minerals? I, I don't know. know what it is. Anyway, but whatever. what happened is. A as soon as my mum dunked her hair in, it froze. Ah, freezing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, because it was really cold. Oh, well, I didn't um, put my head in, obviously. Yeah. Good you know, move. It's like, you know, you, I would die if my hair went in there. Also, they say take your jewellery off because it could discolour it. Oh. These are not things mm. that make it feel like really. No. And then when I went, I mean, the actual setup, the dressing, you know, the changing rooms, they're like you're in the council swimming oh, pool, no. which so are like, really horrible. So this is not your luxury spa experience. No. But it's not but cheap, that wouldn't right? matter. No, it's not. But it wouldn't matter if when you get into the pools, they feel lovely. But we got in... They've got all the mud on the bottom, which just feels like chopped liver. Oh, like slime <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like you're in a slimy sort of sludgy yeah, place. Yeah, oh. really horrible. Okay. So you, and you can't, you know, you keep slipping. But my God, don't let my hair oh, go no. in the water. Uh, and then <laughs> oh, you've got um, you've got the other people. I'm I'm sure sometimes they're lovely. We had a lot of shouty Germans. Oh no! And the no. water goes hot and cold, doesn't it? Yeah. And sometimes there's someone standing beside you. And you're just not sure <laughs> if they what, what's produced that warmth, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> so alarming. That's really not. That is very quite nice. alarming. So, how many people are in the pool when you're in it? About two hundred and fifty <gasps> million. This okay, it's not that many. It is but it just though, feels like you have that. to sort of you have to queue to get into the pool through this yeah. like. But you're standing, so you go into like a little splash pooly thing before yeah. you get it's actually like in the big pool. Yeah, by exactly. the police, and you know, right. it's really restful. Obviously, that's the way every spa <laughs> should be. And how? And you said it's expensive. I can't remember how much it was. But it's, it's not, not cheap. cheap. It's, it's not, not like cheap. it's not like two bucks or anything. Oh is no, it? no, no, no. They should be paying you. Oh, really. I think it's about fifteen pounds or something. So, yeah. so Darcy, was there any part of it that was good at all? Um, well, the views were nice. If you'd been there on your own, it would have been nice, but you're never going to be no. there on your own. And you're always going to be there with people who are wondering if their easy jet flight has been cancelled so they're slightly tense right. and, you know, really trying to push you out of the way. It's just... Also, it's, they don't... Uh, I think what they don't tell you is... Oh, I had a friend who went recently and uh, it was seriously windy when she went there. Oh. And they took a GoPro in with them and I've seen the video and it's so windy that it's blowing the water up into waves mm. that's smashing them in the face. Oh, charming. And then yeah. their eyebrows and that are freezing. Be, yeah. So... Ah, oh, yeah, I see why the yeah with the work yeah no that would be really I mean yeah. God that would just add to the torture it's yeah not, and so, also you do a tour and they tell you about how to keep the little elves happy oh God that's you know, that kind of what elves so oh, what do you mean what elves <laughs> the elves the elves that are making that water warm. <laughs> They're the the ones that are using it as their public facilities. Yeah, Yeah, they drink a lot of water, those elves. Oh, because actually that's another thing that's really disgusting about it is that they say the water gets cleaned through every 40 hours. It self-renews. And you just think, Mm. God, I I reckon I went in the 39th hour because it was just sort of like, just pretty awful. On On their website, they put... 
one of the top 25 natural wonders in the world, but they right. don't say who's put them in that list. Okay, but it's not natural. No. So, <laughs> so there's, there's the first... Not natural. Yeah. There's the first mistake they've made. So, Dorothy, what should people do instead? Well, I mean, Iceland is, is it not a brilliant place to go? It's, you know, it, the um, all the hot... There's hot springs everywhere. Ask your concierge for a little hot springs somewhere that you can go to all right it's not going to have you know a cafe where you can eat horrible food and it's not (laughs) going to be awful as well and so expensive yeah Yeah. everything in iceland's expensive and it's freezing because the thing is as soon as you get in you're wet it's it's really cold in iceland so you don't want to get out of the water to go to the cafe because it's freezing. But, also, but you put your dressing gown on and then your dressing gown is wet. Yeah. So therefore... Uh, oh, and also you not... think, I've actually paid quite a lot of money to be here, so I'm going to stay here till I prune. I'm not getting out <laughs> now. You know, but it's actually like a form of torture. It is. But concierges could sh- tell you about nice little natural hot springs, which are all over the place. Oh. You won't, you won't yeah. have to wear the wristband. I know that's a, that's a loss for everybody. <laughs> we uh, all you, want one the, of those. Hopefully there won't be any pissy little Germans. In, <laughs> there in is this um, really cool thing you do in Iceland that the tourist board run that's called Ask an Icelander or something oh, like yeah. that go on the tourist board website and you can find like a, an Icelander who will take you to their personal little oh, well, spot be uh, spring near their house yeah. and you can just sit in it with well, them. Well that would be absolutely perfect. I wish somebody yeah. told me that and, but I obviously annoyed the tourist board and they told me well, to go the to the standard, Blue The Blue Lagoon though is the standard thing. Like every tour of Iceland or Reykjavik yeah. will have it at the end. Okay. Everybody does. Yeah. Just because you it. always do it on the way back to yeah. the airport. But basically, it's almost like they think if you don't do that, you will you you will be shot. I mean, it's like <laughs> right. the thing you it's have to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like coming to London and not going to the Tower of London, or going to Paris and not going to the Eiffel Tower. Exactly, it is the, the iconic attraction. Well, so that does sound quite awful. Although I am intrigued by the elves. Um, yeah. I'd like I didn't to, actually see an elf. They'd what? be shorter than me, so I'm, I'm always happy with things that are shorter than me. I yeah, do me think, too. though, in in retrospect, that the Blue Lagoon was more pleasant than going to see the um, the power station that they also yes. take you to. Oh, the one where it, that started the whole <laughs> thing. Probably, probably. Let's see. You know, my husband works in energy, well, and whenever we go enjoy. on holidays, he's always pointing out the power stations to me, and he'll take special detours to show me a nuclear power station. Yeah, but oh, you have to go inside them and then oh, learn yeah. about. How they provide the power? No, I never, the I never stood to that. Yeah. The elves, can, the elves, the power elves them. will take you around the power plant. <laughs> well, Darcy, that does sound truly awful. Truly it was. Well, I survived. You know. Have you been to any other nicer spas since then? I have been to yes, many. <laughs> only about only about five hundred. Because Darcy is the spa expert, which uh, is a job that we all wish we had. It's filthy work, but oh, yeah, someone has got to do. Someone's, someone's got, got to. Do. But Alessia, I understand you have a hot tip for something people should do on their next trip to New York City. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's not. It, let's finish on a high, shall we? Yes. <laughs> After the thing. lows of the Blue Lagoon. Yeah. Um, have you heard of shuffleboard? I yeah, think most people have associated with you know oldies on cruise ships. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. actually, it's super hip in New York. What? Uh, and there is a place in Gowanus. Gowanus. Gowanus in um, Brooklyn. Okay, it's in, called in Cool the, for Cool for Cats Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. Brooklyn's all the rage. It's called um, Royal Palm Shuffleboard Club. Oh, yeah, Shuffleboard Club. Yeah. And uh, you go and you play shuffleboard and drink cocktails and there's a disco ball and there are street food snacks. And it has been, you know, repurposed for a youthful crowd and it's super fun. 
great. I think that sounds great. It's absolutely brilliant. So you'll find it, yeah, Royal Palms Shuffleboard Club, and an unexpected delight that in sounds New York. Brilliant. And when when do you normally go? Is it like a like nighttime clubby kind of thing? Or is I it would say afternoon? yes, but you can probably do it all day if can, you like drinking the afternoon. Do you have to be like a member or can anyone just put down some money and play? Or? It's forty dollars for an hour, I think. For how many people and though? For how many cocktails? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as many as you can get in at yeah. a time. Well, that sounds brilliant. Um I think that sounds like a, a nice happy note to end on. I'm gonna check that out on my next trip to New York. Okay. Uh, how how far is it from Manhattan though to get there? How do you um, get there? You get there on the subway. It's ah, easy it's on the peasy. Subway. Simple. Yeah, it's on the subway. Simple. Great. So, Darcy, thank you very much for telling us about your disastrous experience at the Blue Lagoon. My pleasure. Um, And we hope everyone has enjoyed this week's podcast. But we do want to hear about your own shit trips. So please email us with your own tales of disastrous sites, attractions and activities that you've been to on your various travels. Uh, The email is trips at shittrips.com. You can also post on our Facebook page and you can tweet us at shit underscore trips. Um, You can follow me on Twitter. I'm jet underscore set underscore Jill. And Alessia tweets at Lessie Bella. That's L-E-S-S-Y-B-E-L-L-A. And Darcy, what's your Twitter handle? Spa-ha-ha. Spa-ha-ha. It's a classic. Okay, thank you very much for listening. Come back to hear about more shit trips.